Welcome to the Come Together Podcast. We are your hosts, Danielle Adams and Liz Turner. We wanted to make a podcast that highlights individual family members so we could all get to know each other better. Hi, family. This is actually our first interview, and we were so excited to have the first guests be Kamisha and Brian and Charlie. Can't forget Charlie. It was my first time actually meeting her and seeing her in person, so it was really neat. They were such troopers. Oh, my goodness. We actually grabbed them right after Grandpa's funeral services and took them back to the mortuary because that's my in-law's house, and so... Actually set up shop and just set them down right after everything and had a nice conversation with them. So Yeah, we had so much fun chatting with them. It really was a pleasure being able to sit down and take a moment to, to learn more about them. So here it is, Kamisha and Brian Hart. Enjoy. Oh my gosh. So it's his parents' mortuary? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How, How crazy is wow. that? Oh, I love that. Oh. I would love to spend some time in a mortuary. <laughs> it's They have... I would Crazy love to. stories. Oh, I'll bet. Like, you mean, like, ghost stories types? Like, things happening? Oh, yeah. They have hundreds. It's crazy. <laughs> ghost it's stories. like, Trace actually worked um, after his mission. He, like, came and worked. And they really were kind of hoping he would take over. Yeah, take the, over the yeah. business. Yeah. Um, he has two brothers who <laughs> do it now, so they kind of got their wish. But yeah. Terrible. He, yeah, he, he even has some stories of, like, picking up bodies. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've done it. They just, that's what they grew up with. So it's not, like, weird to him. It's not weird to me either. No, <laughs> Well, no, I'm a nurse. Yeah. I'm a medicine nurse, oh, so right, I have right. I have bag bodies. I oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. It's very. Did that yeah. like take time to get used to that though? Because like the first time I had to euthanize dog, it was like an out of body. It was like I think it always is. It still is. Yeah, I think it always is. You know, because yeah. um, you don't get a lot of opportunities to sort of look death in the face like that, and it's so different from life, right? right. I mean, I kissed Grandpa's head. Right. Yeah. So. You know, it's cool that you have that kind of like closeness to death in a way, like you're able to face it. I think a lot of people, they're kind of like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about my own mortality. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about any of that. I've always been interested in death. I would love to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I I I really would. It would be sort of cool. It would be really cool. So, but I like the life part too. And sort of like, um, (laughs) so I'm into that as well. So I don't think I'd always like to be working with. With people that were like deceased, right? You know, you guys probably get pretty numb to it though. That's how it kind of got with like the animal stuff. Like, yeah, I remember actually having like a weird moment where I was doing so many euthanasias and in-home euthanasias, and like a woman like looked at me and she just was like crying because it's her baby, you know? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. she just looked at me. She's like, I don't know how you do this all day. And I remember thinking, like, do what? Because I was so it was so routine yeah. that I yeah. was just like, I need to kind of get back into reality and like kind of sit in the moment too because I kind of think I was just like just had you lost an animal before yeah had you lost an animal before so yeah you know sometimes I think it helps if you like can draw from that but it's right. not always the same experience either yeah. um and it does that's how that's part of how you do your job I mean if you really felt it every All single time. time you'd get so burnt out <laughs> your heart would hurt yeah. I mean it really would and I mean geez even though I have uh, been around death many times not just the death part, but the dying part. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we had to put Chaz down, our oh. dog, well, that was like five years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 What that, kind of dog was that? Little black toy little poodle. Little, 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 he's so cute. He's so sweet. He's just a sweet little dog. Yeah. Um, 
but that was a whole new experience and we wept like oh like yeah. it was you know like yeah. we'd never experienced it before ever that was hard yeah you know, well, they're a family member, and it's they weird are. that you like have to kind of say goodbye to your children. Yeah. Essentially, that's to me like yeah. Drew is like my child. Yes. So I'm like, oh, when the day comes, yeah. and I know it's just not. <laughs> Don't ever easy. bring it up with her. She'll <laughs> cry. Yeah, she'll yeah, start to totally. Get, like, nope, Drew's gonna live forever, Danny. It's fine. But yeah, <laughs> I used to be the same way about Chaz. Yeah. And my mom would be like, I'm a little worried about you, about this dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are really attached to this dog. But she never, she didn't get it. it. She grew in the grandpa age animals. of like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Then they weren't ever animal. It was like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. No. Well, that's my like grandpa was that way. He like told you what he thought. Like, there was no filter. <laughs> he was not filtered. There were so many times he would, I remember being oh. in the yard in Monroe and like, he put me to work. So I was picking weeds and yeah. there was a little cow in the pasture and I was looking at the cow picking the weeds and he came up behind me and he was like, do you like that cow? Like, it's a beautiful cow. And he was like, it's going to slaughter next week. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Thanks for that moment, Grandpa. <laughs> he had me picking weeds too. I had a butter knife and he had me out there. I remember yeah. him when he was younger too. You know, there's so many memories of him and Lois and stuff over the last 20 years, but most of my memories are of him and when him. I when I was younger yeah. and he was, I mean, Doug was like 15. Oh my God. Aunt Jeanette and Aunt Linda were, Think about that. Yeah, that's were teenagers. I remember Grandpa when um, when they lived in Parowin. So what, he was probably in his 40s. And they would play tennis all the time next to the house. And I remember um, uh, knowing that, that Grandpa was supposed to be sort of like intimidating and a little scary. Um, but um, not being afraid of him at all. And I remember going out and the, we, uh, Grandma had an apple tree that had little green apples on it. And we had already gone out there once or twice and picked apples. So we were out there again and grandpa yelled from the uh, tennis court, hey, you guys get out of those apples. Stop picking those apples. And I remember turning to him and putting my hands on my hips and just saying, grandma said we could. And I picked it and went into the house anyway. It was so funny. He's like, well, I can't argue with that. Grandma, grandma said, because grandma was always, grandma was always my number one. Grandma was always my number one. Uh, but grandpa was always so sweet to us. Like he, yeah. I know that, you know, it was sort of, uh, he had this idea that grandkids were separate and, you know, it was, it, it, I had just always sort of had this impression that maybe he wasn't always the closest with the grandkids and mm -hmm. he just, his generation just sort of held him at a little bit of a distance, Yeah. but he was never that way with us. I mean, we, I think because of our family and how affectionate we were with my, in, with my mom and my dad, yeah. We just transferred it over to him. And I even made a comment to Kimmy, you know, about grandpa. I said, I love grandpa so much. Grandpa didn't have have a choice. Yeah. You know, I, I was that. like, I'm, I'm loving you. I'm, I'm putting myself at you. Yeah. And so we would all like just file around him and, and he would get a book. We'd like read a, read a book. And he would read an article or whatever. I don't even remember it, it, that it being that interesting, but all of us were, um, we just were enamored by him. He Any attention he would give us. That it was like, yeah. Any attention you could yeah. get from it was just so special. Yeah. And his voice, his yeah. voice was so, so soothing. I remember him singing to grandma. He would sing yeah. songs to her. And I remember um, sitting next to him in church and him singing hymns. And I remember just feeling so good sitting next to him with him singing those hymns and yeah. just, you know, just being um, so impressed. Um, 
that I got to hear his voice because my dad didn't sing in church. Mm-hmm. My dad never sang. I don't even think he even sings now. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just always that sort of like person. And so to sit next to my grandpa who sang and had such a beautiful voice. He sang without a band. I mean, he was oh. just, he would let it go. And the interesting that you bring that up because the reason I chose the hymn that I did is because he would always, anytime I was at the piano, that he would come up and say, can you play If You Could Hide a Cola? And I played that over and over and he would sing all the verses and fully just him and I and he would sing it and sing it and sing it. And so when my mom was saying, are you going to be there because of COVID? And I was kind of on the fence about it. I said, I don't think I'm going to go because I'm, I'm worried about contracting it. And I don't know if I can do it. And then just like this wave came over me of like, I have to play. I just like almost like he was, he was. impressing me. Like you he need to was. play that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't even thought about that song in so long. It just like popped in my head. And that my wasn't mom was a like, fluke. what song? I'm like, I know it's random. But it was one of his favorites. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? The music was something what that... a great memory. Yeah, he always... Yeah. He, always loves, he just loved to sing and whistle and harmonica. And, yeah, that's right, whistling. Yeah. I didn't know he played the harmonica. I didn't either. He whistled when I was younger, so... I think so. you also see him yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy is like being there today and seeing how everybody's aging. Yeah. Yeah. Just everybody, I'm like, oh my gosh, like all of the kids are like adults and all of the adults are like older. Like my my mom just just barely about to become a grandma. So it's still weird to me that pretty much everyone is a grandparent. Yeah. Like, but these are my aunt and uncles. Like what? It's weird. It's so nuts. It's weird. It's always weird. (laughs) Then the silver starts coming in, and you're like, all right. On yourself. On yourself. Chin hairs. Chin chin hairs. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready. Pregnancy makes you just (laughs) fun. Which you said all of yours were were tough. Oh, I was so bad. Bedridden, like way. this last one, bedridden for straight two months, like non-functioning. Like how do you even do that? Like, it was, I, oh my gosh, it was. Mine's gone down sec- yes. in the second trimester. Yeah. It's still. I'm so glad. Patchy, and I never was as bad as I wasn't like constantly vomiting and stuff. I just was like laying on the couch, like I can't get up and nothing. So yeah, to eat. or you're so exhausted, <sighs> like. Never been like so fatigued. So, I'd so lay on the couch and I'm telling Tracen, I've run a half marathon and I would do that rather than today. Yeah. Like Whoa. that was easier than how exhausted I feel. Yeah. Like you just feel like, no, you can't even like, you just. Yeah. Because your body's making a baby. <laughs> and it's taking all It's your so awesome. Our bodies are so amazing. <laughs> They're so, so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's cool. Insane. So do you, are you thinking about. Oh, how you want to do what? What's your birth plan? Are you thinking of uh, birth uh, plan? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I have. I'm reading different books and stuff. Yeah. I'm reading an all natural book. Yeah. Which Tracen is terrified that I'm doing that, but I'm not. It's so funny. I'm not under any delusion that I have any pain tolerance. I don't. Yeah. Like I've never really broken a bone, like anything like that. So. When yeah. people say it's really hard and it's extremely painful, it's the most painful thing. I'm like, aye, aye, Captain, I hear you. Like, yeah. I believe you. I'm not, I don't yeah. need a hero. But I'm, I don't know, I've been thinking about different things. Like, what, yeah. did you do anything Four special? Four epidurals. Okay. But I would love to have, like, a home birth with the really? tub, with the lights and <laughs> all the pain and the glory and, oh, my gosh, the breathlessness and the flushed cheeks and, like, you know, the sense of accomplishment. I mean, I... Follow a lot of birth uh, feeds on Instagram, um, and they're just—it's it, just the most amazing, p- 
powerful yeah. thing, a yes. brave thing that yes. women do. And it's natural. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's the thing. It's so painful and so yeah. light. And that's why it's transforming. Yes. It's not because it's like, oh, it was so beautiful. It yeah, was like, no. I went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at the devil in the eye. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. 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 I'm not ready for that. Do you have a, like a light blanket? Oh, there's some blankets over there, there, maybe. And right here. You need one of those? I'm just, she wants to nurse. And oh, yeah. Here, is this good? Who was it? It was like, oh, you're still nursing? And I go, are you kidding me? I live in Portland. I'm going to nurse this baby until she's like five. <laughs> okay, so how long have you guys lived in Portland? I don't know anything. Born and raised. Okay, I, how did I not know that? That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Portland looks so gorgeous. That's oh, it a, is. I see it and it's too lush and I'm like, that's not America. Like, it's too green. And Well, that was like my parents' favorite place was Camas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it up there. I've gone there and visited. Oh my gosh. Too. So many. Sharon birthdays. Sharon birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> it was so awesome. And it was such a weird period of time because like I, went to, I didn't have a boyfriend. And so I always remember feeling that I got this impression that all the sisters were like oh <laughs> it's okay come here it's all right you know Aunt Renan I remember going and visiting her she invited me to go up and visit her and like she ran out like a bath for me oh. and we had candles and like, you just pamper yourself for a little bit and I'll come and check on you and I'm like in a robe like a big robe yeah. it, was, it was so funny yeah. but your mom was always like that too yeah you know? and it was such a great place um, to me, for me to be able to come visit you guys. Oh, and, I have so many memories you know. of just you. And sometimes Jerrica was there too. And I just remember just really. She would come down. Well, that's sometimes where I first met and... Grandma. Oh, Mary. really? Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. I, I was. Oh. At your guys' house to... for um. Yeah. Uh, right for Thanksgiving. Or yeah. Something, it was Thanksgiving because yeah. oh, we Thanksgiving. had a football game was on and we we're yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was when I first met yeah. um, Grandpa. Yeah. And uh, those were the Mary. best Thanksgivings because I remember my mom would light a candle and it was always drizzly and a little bit so so cozy yeah. being yeah. in for Thanksgiving and just yeah. kind of like it was like really warm yeah. and everyone's cuddled together. And, well, and we yeah. were we were talking about it too yeah. um, with it, you know how the mountains is just boom boom yeah on each side yeah. Uh, we've got mountains, but like, it's like Mount St. Helen, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but but also like our terrain is just all hills, hills and yeah. valley. You know, right? that's no kind of where I'm at yeah. now. It's very and it's all hills. you know, and it's all well hills and a whole bunch of foliage. You know, yeah. just all trees and and bushes and all sorts of stuff. It's There's so a lot lush. of forests too. I remember like. Where we lived in Camas, it was we were by that lake and then the forest. And my dad and I would go walks through the forest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did I dream that? Like, no, that's how it I was. Love that he did that because yeah. he was so busy then. Yeah, doing yeah. school and work. So busy. He was, he was doing so hard because I remember the school was like the busiest in Seattle. Maybe I'm not or Tacoma. Maybe I'm not getting that right. But that's how I remember it. Yeah, I would go visit you guys in Tacoma too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and she had a, your mom had a big old thing of slippers when you first walked in, <laughs> you know, and yeah, that yeah. was super awesome. Huh? And uh, you guys reading Harry Potter, all of the, and yeah, trying to like segue into that. I could not read the, <laughs> just the names, just the names. It was so hard to yeah. just like read it. Like, Would you like to take a turn reading? And next thing I know, I was like, I can't even, I don't, I don't even know, know who these characters are. And one of my favorite memories is going to visit you guys at Fundwreckers. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh I remember, like, hearing you on the thing, and I was like, oh, I know him. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. My mom would always say, Brian's got the best voice. All of the aunts had a soft spot for Brian. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was funny. Um, you know what was funny is because we were just friends yeah. when I was working at Fuddruckers. 
And Is that how you guys met? That's how we met. Okay. I, uh, I got a job. My mom knew the manager there and got me a job. And I mean, she helped me fill out my W-2s. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and my application <laughs> stuff for Fuddruckers. I remember still sitting at that booth you know, with her, you know, helping me, helping me with my paperwork and stuff. And we were just friends. And then for a couple I, of years, for yeah, like three for, years for about, yeah, two or three years. Yeah. And then I left, three, three, maybe it was four. two. I left and then, uh, went to, uh, work on the baseball fields oh. um, during the summertime. And then I came back and basically I, I was striving for a little bit more. So I, I worked my way up to assistant manager there. And so we weren't. I was like, hey, you so want to know how to move up in the company? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. See, yeah. I mean, we would go, we would go skiing as, into as the friends with and me. stuff like that. Yeah. Long meetings. But then, yeah, 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 yeah. We need help with this fax. It was fun, though. We, I mean, it was it was nice because we got to get to know each other, you know, beforehand. You know? We we went skiing together before we even yeah. started dating. We were friends. We'd hang out. We'd go hang. We'd hang out. I yep. house set for your mom. The took wow. out with the dog when yep. you guys because these they were grown. Oh, that was wow. that was awesome. But, uh, so my brother's a senior in high school. I'm out of high school. I'm working Fud Records, and and my brother and I were somewhat, you know, mischievous, rambunctious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, anyways, they would have like friends of the family, and you know, Kamisha was a friend of the family. Come hang out at the house. So Brian and Sean wanted to throw a house party or something like that. Well. Kamisha and I just kicked back at the house. Well, Sean went out with his high school buddies senior, and did a senior, senior and did a senior prank, and where they glued, uh, super glued all the lock mechanisms in the school so nobody could get in the next day. Like put it in the locks. You couldn't put your squirt keys. it, squirt it right oh, in. The you had to break a window, I think, That's to get into the building. In a way, it's like so simple, but How like you know. So, anyways, the cops, I guess, were called. But they, but you know, then they start. And, and, yeah. and, and oh, they're running they're running in all sorts of directions because it's several seniors so yeah. well Sean ran across the track and went across another road area and he got away because he knew how to run away from the cops and uh, well, his experience. And, and calls us on a payphone from Platte Pantry or 7-Eleven or something like hey, that yeah, do not include me in this calls, calls, I was taking care calls, of the dog calls and the I was house, oblivious calls the house and I'm like I had no idea and I was hey, what's not up? in charge He's like, guys the cops are after us they already got Albert and and, and, and Rodrigo and all these other right people. Right away from the wall. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, can you come pick me up? I'm here, blah, blah. I'm, this is where I'm at. And I'm like, okay. Hey, Kamish, you want to go get my brother? No, he, got, he got busted. You didn't? No, they got away or something. Didn't the cops come to the... Yeah, but we had to go We had to go pick him up. I Or I, I went and picked him up or something like that. But he told me oh where he was gosh. and I went and picked him up. So but then... Uh, uh, I thought, boy, I'm really glad I'm not involved. Of course. In I was going to say, you knew. Like, these guys are going nowhere fast. Like, <laughs> side note, not going to date anybody like this. What? Oh, that's uh, awesome. The next yeah. thing you know. So how long were you guys friends before you started to date? Or was it just like, are we dating? Or how, how did that go? Um, three or four years we were friends. But when did we, we hooked up in 2000, um, and I was um, in 1997, I think we met. Yeah, October of 97. Oh, 
And then we were friends for about two years, and then yeah. I remember going in your guys' house, seeing the stars on your ceiling, oh, the little glow in the dark stars, oh. the butterfly kisses. It was Stop such it. a special time. Oh so. my gosh, <laughs> that little place, what a crack up! Because we weren't even married. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, so that yeah, that was a. That was another thing Wayne so, talked about. Anywho, what? Oh really? That was another thing Wayne talked about. So we about. dated for five years before we got married, which was it turned out being a good thing. Yeah, because I went yeah, to their house. I went to your guys' house for yeah. uh, um, that Thanksgiving. I think that was one of the topics that oh my God. Wayne mentioned to me. That's Scott. So funny. He was like, oh, I Grandma. told Brian to call him Wayne because Grandma always called him Wayne. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I ever heard. I yeah. thought he was Wayne. Of course, well, like Dad, I you know would mention Scott and stuff because of yeah. the restaurant, but. But it was, it always stuck with me that it was Wayne. And yeah. so I told Brian, I go, it's either Scott or Wayne. I don't know what he goes by. But anyway, so now Brian always stumbles over it because <laughs> Wayne comes to his brain before yeah. Scott does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think mom was well, telling I, us he went by Wayne when with he was Mary, married, I believe. And then when he got married to Lois, he started going by Scott more. Oh, so that's when it that's shifted. Because she yeah. knew him as Scott, but I think. I've always oh. known Lois had because I, yeah, I don't I remember Because I remember... Uh, Grandma Mary and Grandpa were babysitting us in the Tacoma house, and I remember we were all at the dinner table, and I had kept hearing his name. You know, Mary would always say like, "Wayne, do this, Wayne, that." Yep. And yep. so I was sitting at the table, and I was like, "Got the courage," and I'm like, "Wayne, can you pass me the butter?" Time stopped. He looked at me and he said, "What did you call me?" Really? And I was like, "Abort, abort, abort." I was so scared. My like, Grandpa, 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 and he was like. You don't call me that. You call me grandpa. I've never been so scared <laughs> in my life. Like, really? So, <laughs> oh my gosh! That's I'll so never forget funny. the dagger eyes. I didn't quite get the dagger like, eyes, but I I got kind of like a what you know, kind of like a, huh? How do you? I was like, four why, why are you calling so me like, that? You know, yeah. insubordinate child. Uh, I was I I remember never being afraid of grandpa. Really? You have nope. that. You have that Herman's But I think that's just me yeah. anyway. Yeah. I mean, I had a dad. Look at my dad. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, been around rough honestly, guys. right. So I mean, I had my dad. That was my norm. And so yeah. you know, we would go visit grandma and grandpa and we would get sat down and we would get read the right act like you act right we're not kidding like both of them were super serious it was a big deal for us to act behave ourselves with in front of grandma and grandpa and um and i'll i just remember being more afraid of dad and and mom and what would happen to us you know if we acted up because i knew it was so important to them that we acted and behaved ourselves in front of grandma and grandpa because of what grandpa expected from children and stuff and but just not really like buying into that worry. <laughs> so I remember you tell you we were going shopping, and I don't know if it was just you and I, but I just remember us going shopping, maybe in Portland. And you had said something like, "So how's school?" And you were asking me about it, and you said, "Well, don't ever let anybody pick on you. You don't start a fight, but you end it." And you're like, "That's the Hermes uh-huh. way." I remember like, "I know you don't take it." You know, like that's just hilarious. Capable women yeah. and strong women. It just yeah. That's I my chill my girls. I'm sure thing. I have leave that. I always have. That's the impression that I see them. from the outside. Hello. Yeah. Uh, I see it yeah. with her and our girls is, totally. you know, uh, you don't need a man to take care of you. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, totally. you know, 13 and 11. And I'm like, it, I hear dad stand, you're I hear you talking going, about Jeanette and having that. Yeah. And it very much it's really, so it really mirrors, yep. you know, it, yeah. what I see at home as well, because totally. of what, Kamisha's instilling in our in our girls. But you, I always saw that in your mother. 
Totally. I mean, she had her own salon, Casablanca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, she would come pick us up in her sports car. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my gosh, you guys I have never heard these memories, have you? No. Oh my gosh, and Jeanette, are you kidding? Them. I dream about them. <laughs> um, she so was cool. so awesome. She had the like a VCR. I remember <laughs> we came to visit, and she's like, she had my dad help her pick out a brand new VCR, yes. which was like top of the line. Oh and we went to her apartment with her roommate, and everything so was like cool. a big, big white couch. Probably. And her and Aunt Linda shared. They they yeah, roomed together for a while. Really I remember your parents dating. Do really? you? Oh yeah. Oh. And it wasn't very long. No. They no. didn't date for very long. It was like they met and then three months later they were engaged and then no, no, five months was, they were married. Oh, fi- oh it was? Yeah. Okay. No, it was fast. <laughs> so I went there to visit because of Aunt Linda and Michael. So I mm-hmm. went back there and I was there for two months in the summer. Uh, and first I went and stayed in Cedar. Did you guys know this? That I went and stayed there no, for a couple months? I don't think so. Um, I stayed with Grandma and Grandpa oh, up in Fiddler's Canyon. Oh, wow. And uh, helped take care of Michael while Aunt Linda went back to work. Oh, wow. And she How old worked was up at Milt's that was up oh, in the canyon. Milt's? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. She was a waitress at Milt's. And so, oh, and this was when Grandma and Grandpa just had their. She was a waitress, I, but she didn't oh, say Yeah, That's she was a good waitress too yeah yeah way cool yeah so i would take care of michael but also aunt nancy and terry were living in town and so aunt nancy and terry would come up to the house with little kimmy and i think andrew was like a baby and And um, phil and Lori had dan at that time yeah so at the end of that whole thing i stayed with aunt Jeanette for a couple of weeks right before i went back home and she was getting ready for the wedding and um like i was a part of it was so crazy she was getting her nails done she got fake nails put oh, on i never seen the wedding video i'm like my mom's wearing fake nails because yeah. she's such really? a like Never. you know just yeah. so she does everything with her hands and she's yeah. just like yeah yep. it was so crazy to see i went and sat right next to her while she got those things put oh, on and then uncle dan was just getting back better into the church and trying to get more active because he was the little bad boy. He had gone astray for a while. And so he was really working hard not to say the F word. And so everything, everything was flip, flip, and flip. It was so hilarious. And he had his mustache. He had his mustache. And he drove around in a car that he got like for like for free. Some guy was like, I'm so sick of this car, just take it. And he was just so That's fun. Amazing. Took me to Lagoon. Yeah, we, and they weren't even married yet. That's so cool. They weren't even married. Isn't that so funny? So That's, That's why awesome. I love Uncle Dan so much. Yeah, and he I feel like you're so much like my dad in a lot of ways. Like all the best ways, you know? And I'm sure you're like flip flip. You're like actually give it some time. Yeah. I remember like you were just like you were one of the coolest because you weren't afraid to like get with the kids. I felt like there were so I mean, I love everyone in the family. But you were the one doing the cartwheels in the backyard with us. I'm like this dude's so cool. He likes just like you're the one that just, yeah. they just sense it yeah. well because they that. play some some well, grown-ups are just playful and yeah honestly are. honestly you know dan are. and Jeanette, when i i mean the first time i met him was at the, that thanksgiving and you know Misha shared so many stories that she just shared there, you know, <laughs> the nails and in all the time she spent and i don't know i we instantly hit it off i mean but right. i'm a people person right. too 
So, and I'm in sales, so it's, you know, <laughs> so what do it's you easy do? to start up. Because yeah. you work in uh, doing something with aviation, right? Yeah, I sell, uh, I, I work for a manufacturer up in Canada called Jupiter Avionics. Oh. It was a bunch of uh, guys that pretty much got canned by another parent company that I knew. So I kind of knew them in a previous life, and <laughs> I didn't know anything about audio controllers, and that's what they manufacture. So the audio controller goes into um, uh, helicopters mainly, is the oh. is the main operations that we deal with law enforcement. Like the intercom street. type stuff? Or yeah, is that yep, right on the intercom. Uh, well, the intercom's par- a portion of it, right. of the audio system. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, he does like flight nursing, oh. uh, firefighters, uh, like well, forestry firefighters, yep. because they have to leave the main. Uh, aircraft, right? And then yeah. they're going out and doing their thing, but they still have to be able to communicate with the pilot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so this whole Bluetooth, you know, yeah, speaker thing, headset, that's headset. what that's... Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to like all these... Well, you haven't so much... Mostly because of the, you know, Mostly because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. All these nursing but. conventions and cop conventions, they have a big yeah. pig roast. Because oh, I've yeah. seen the pictures of you at the booth. I'm like, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I try to take a booth picture at least every yeah. every show. But yeah, we do so we do, we do, four, we do four shows, yeah. main shows, and I go see customers and stuff. Yeah. So I go out in Boise and see, you know, the National Guard out there. Oh. And yeah, when I come into Salt Lake here, I'll hook up with another guy and go over see classic helicopters and oh, yeah. but amazing. but not not these covid days well, <laughs> nobody I mean, nobody wants any salespeople in there no well is that anymore. is that a benefit though like being able like, are you able to get as much done or do you feel like you kind of uh, like work with one you know, i mean honestly a lot of my work is is done on email and on the phone so yeah. i mean it's perfect for remote type position yeah it's nice to get out there and you know Buy and lunch for a customer and face to face and get to know them because that's how you build those re, uh, those relationships. Right. So uh, you know, but you know, it is a hindrance that you can't get out there and do that. But you know, it's some of these people that you already know, you've already can. Yeah. It's a small industry too, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. You'd already yeah. been doing it for a while, so like you said, like you. Yeah, I started actually people. working um, at my dad's company, which is an emergency locator transmitter company. So basically, oh. if the plane uh, crashes. Then it sends so off a, it, it's, it's kind of like a black box, box. Black box. and yeah. sends off a signal to search yeah. and rescue. But uh, yeah, I did that for nine years and then uh, worked for another manufacturer out of France and then hopped on with these guys. Um, but this was a tough transition for us as a family because it was a startup company. So, hey, do you want a job? By the way, we can't pay you. Right. Yeah. We don't even have products yeah. that we're we, manufacturing. And, and we only have two products that you can really sell. Oh, two. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's home. go for it. But, but he works from home. But that's the thing, too, oh, is like yeah. I came from a small company type mentality. I could have gotten a job with at you know at a, at a Boeing-owned company. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. 401k, have a company car, credit card, don't have to worry about anything, right? You know, nice salary, um, but yeah. but well, it's it's the size of the company. I didn't want to be a number on a spreadsheet. Yeah, right. that makes sense. I wanted to be Brian Hart. Right. Yeah. I wanted to be one of the fifteen guys at this company that I yeah. so, And that's it's a small company, that's and that's what I love more, about it. You'd have more like character to your. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like a family. Yeah, it that's is. That's how I, that, I feel in yeah. small companies. I'm like, I know everyone. They know me. It's not even like I send an email like, can I have some time off? I just go talk to them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's more connected. You That's what I had at my dad's company. And my dad really established that is, you know, the, the culture. The, yeah, the culture, the family mm-hmm. culture is like, you know, you're, you're part of us, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know, and it was it was really cool because I mean, that's what I said to uh, 
a couple of my buddies is, you know, I'm losing, I'm losing 160 of my best friends when they close this company down. So, yeah, it was, it was tough. And my dad got forced out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We were closing the companies and he was throwing up a bunch of, yeah. And so they're like, Bill, why don't you just go? Why don't you just retire right about now? But he's been working from home all this time now. I was going to ask, because you yeah. have to go into work, obviously. You're a nurse. Yeah. How does that work? Are you guys both part-time, or are you full-time, and you can just be home a lot? I'm full-time. I'm, I'm home. I I, I have the um, ability to, you know, break away from work if I need to. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he's which, home constantly. Yeah. He's the constant. Yeah, I'm I, I'm the one day. that goes, really? Like, I'm the one that wants to stay home with the kids. <laughs> And then I'm the one that has to work because I'm the insurance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, so that's the only way I could have done this company. Is this, <laughs> one, of, one, of, one of my good friends, he's like, Brian, does Kamisha have insurance? I go, yeah. He goes, okay, you can do this startup thing. Otherwise, you got to go to the ABL job that gives you, you all the benefits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to yeah. think about that. That's not an option. But it's great because her ability, she works two days a week. 12-hour shifts, hard shifts. And, you know, sometimes on those back-to-backs, it's it's tough. And it's tough me trying to juggle and trying to do a meeting or talk to a customer and having the kids. But we do it, and it's important for us to do that and make those sacrifices because, you know, it's for our children. We don't want somebody else watching our children for us. And and basically, you know, her job paying for that daycare if she was going to work full-time or whatnot. You know, or my whatever. It's... You know, right, we, but we, I think we've, we've made it work really well. But we've like reaped the rewards in so many other ways too. In that, like our little clan is so tight. They yep. guys are like I we're so tight. I mean, this whole this whole you know year with transitioning and doing online schooling and all of this um, has been surprisingly easy for us because oh, really? my kids just want to be at home. They <laughs> we have had no problems transitioning to being homebodies yeah. and yeah. Um, our home is really little it's 1100 square feet so it's super cute. tiny and it's yeah, a upstairs and downstairs and so Brian that works in the garage bigger when you have two he levels does. I've always thought yeah. so we're uh, you know a little cramped um, so we just <laughs> we don't have a choice but it's to cold in the garage during winter yeah together <laughs> and during summer it's hot in the garage <laughs> whatever you don't want it to be uh, yeah. we're working on things <laughs> We're working on moving, but Portland's yep. expensive. Oh, my yeah. God. I was about to say, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, I'm preaching she, the choir. <laughs> she yeah, can right. imagine. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. I love that whenever you announced that you had gotten your new job and that you were moving to San Fran, I don't know who it was. I have no idea who it was. But somebody was like, oh, boy, you know, San Francisco is really expensive. You know, you might want to rethink that. And <laughs> your comment was just so awesome. It was like... Um, I'm not worried at all. I'm being like quite compensated quite nicely. It was something where it was like, but it wasn't a jab to you. It was just like, it was so awesome. I was like, moving on up. I'll be be fine, honey. Thanks. Thanks, dear. It was like, there, there, it's okay. You got to just roll with it and go like, all right, you know, roll your eyes a little bit and, yeah, well, and usually it's older people who mean the best, and they totally. still look at you as being young. And I mean, you know, it's hard to sort of get out of that little, um, yeah. you know, bubble that people put you in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the, I mean, my, you know, the millennial generation, which I'm in, we're we just we don't think about owning homes so much as like nope. now having experiences, and yeah, and it's like it would be nice to own a home, but 
I love that like material stuff is shifting, you know, yeah. it's like it's more nice. like let's go on a trip and um, mm. COVID is a little bit different, but yeah. That kind of thing. Sounds like I should have been born a millennial. <laughs> I think you were born the that. best time. Yeah. There's Gen a joke of like the baby boomers and the millennials are always arguing, and Gen X is just in the middle of like, I don't know, stay yep. out of this. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. The Gen Xers are the ones that got ruined by the baby boomers with the, the women that were all into the career and stuff. Oh, so yeah. we ended up being the latchkey kids. Yeah. Um, not my mom, though, because my mom was yeah. home all the time, and I hated it when I was a kid. Oh, really? <laughs> well, most of the time I loved it, but sometimes it, I just envied that. Um, uh, they had that freedom. Some the wildness people, of it. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was, looking back, it was always for the best. And I'm so yeah. thankful that my mom was there baking bread and, ah. you know, singing songs and whatever, doing home crafting stuff. <laughs> things that I do now. Oh. Things I totally do now. Now, did you, were you raised predominantly in Alaska, if I remember? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And it was at North Pole or did you guys move around? It was mostly, um, I mean, it was, North Pole was a big part of it, but uh, Fort Wainwright was the mm. other part. So uh, military, like for the yeah. first four years, and then uh, we, we had to leave and then come, we came right back when my dad got out of the military. We were gone for a little over a year and that was it. Oh, yeah. And so, um, and then the rest of that was in North Pole. Yeah. And then, you know, I did stay an extra five or six years after they moved to Cedar and um, went to college and stuff there. Uh, but when now, I did just, you go to nursing school there? Or? No, I was in pre-med. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I wanted to be a surgeon. Yeah. Oh, because you're like, I, I like this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I told you on uh, this stuff is, um, yeah, I wanted to do surgery ever since I was little. Yeah. But then going to school, I realized, um, wow, this is a lot of school that you have to be so committed to. And do I really want that as my first priority? Because I knew I'd have to make it a first priority yeah. to be a surgeon. I mean, yeah. and I wanted to do like reconstructive surgery. So um, I just thought uh, I want to be a mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to have a family first. Yep. So I just had to switch gears and I decided to do nursing instead, yeah. um, which is what made me leave Alaska because they didn't offer a nursing program in that area. So I thought if I'm going to move away from my home, I might as well move to the lower 48 where I'm close to the family. Yeah. Um, so, I feel yeah. like all of your siblings kind of went into something yeah. medical at one point. No, I mean, I remember Jason yeah. was... Yeah, he was. I don't know exact jobs, but... Yeah, no, uh, it ended up not working out for him in that. But yes, he did. It was like for... um, Hospital administration. Thank you. There you go. I remember because I remember not having a clue what that was. <laughs> yes. And I heard about it and I was like, there's people who admit what? And like, oh, it is a business. Like it was that shift of realizing that hospitals are businesses. I wasn't at the point yes. where I really dealt with doctors or made my own appointments yet. Yeah. Now I realize hospitals are businesses. But yeah. back then I was like, mm. Yeah. The reason he didn't end up doing it is because the school he graduated from with honors ended up being some school that people, non-accredited or yeah, something. Oh. I remember hearing that. Something I don't even know. He didn't realize it was kind of like it wasn't going to mm. get him the degree he needed. But he'd worked so hard. He so hard. So, well. so good at it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Jason's the best. Oh, yeah, Jason's awesome. <laughs> he is hilarious. He, like, I remember when we were younger, we would always... Just we would look for Jason and be like, he's got to really? do his stand-up routines. Yeah. We thought he was oh, like I know. a comedian. Oh, he was and so funny. Like, I know. Please do stand-up, please. And he, yeah. all right, he'd give us like five minutes. I'm done. And you're like, no, he's no, so I'm funny. Fine. I remember I being at so funny. his house, and no, we were down in that bedroom, and we're all just like mothballed on the bed, and he's standing up, pacing back and forth, doing a full <laughs> stand-up routine, and I—that's the hardest. Probably the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. I literally thought I was going to suffocate. I was 
okay. Please stop, like I'm gonna attack you. Like, Damon's the same way. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. Oh, I so die. Funny. Oh, Damon, he comes over and visits us all the time. He is Damon so funny. Kind of, his humor sneaks up on me, at least. Oh, oh he's so like, funny. Oh my gosh, she's so funny, I didn't know. I know, I know, yeah. Is he in Oregon, or is he? Yeah, he's, he lives just, uh, it's like, like, 15 minutes away. If that. Oh, yeah, we're so the kids close. get together? And no, 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 because their youngest is Keegan, oh, and right, he's, right. like, a couple of years older than yeah. Naya, yeah. and so the girls would get around, and they'd be like, Keegan, Keegan, and Keegan's like, <laughs> I need a long time, I need a long time, mom, I need to get out of here and go sit by myself for a little bit, you know, geez, like, dodging the kids. You know, when the, especially when the girls were a little bit younger, and now they're like, whatever, phone, they're, when they're allowed to have it. Yeah. Which they're not so allowed to the have So the age differences having. between Nye and Sophie, there's a gap with Jace, right? Yeah. Or how is yeah. that? What's the dynamic between, because they all look so tight. And so it's Nye and then Sophie, and then Jace, and between Nye and Sophie have a year and a half. Um, apart and then uh, Jace is about five years from Sophie so there was a bit of a gap but because we lost a baby we were oh. I was pregnant um, at 20 weeks and then we lost a baby oh, so it sort of like set us yeah. back yeah you know it happens so um, it was like the day after we found mom passed away is when we found out we were pregnant and then we lost the baby like about three oh, months after that gosh. and so at that point I had already lost mom and so it was just what it was. Like it, you know, mom was so much bigger. Yeah. Mom is still big. Yeah. Now, yeah. what are the things from Myrna? Because all of my memories of Myrna were all. There was never anything negative. She no. was just always <coughs> so pranking <awesome>. me. <laughs> I'll never I know that story where I was. She was like, I was looking at the apple. She's like, go eat that apple. I'm like, oh, okay. As soon as I bit it, she was like hunched ready to laugh because she knew it was a fake apple oh and she took a huge so bite. funny <gasps> i can she hear her laughing right uh-huh. and like i said little did you know those things were probably from a thrift store that she got at a garage sale that already had a ton of bites in it probably from her daycare kids 10 years back you just didn't notice she was so cheap that she got that from grandpa yeah, you know, it was just one of the things about Myrna that I loved was like we'd be sitting there and it'd just be like a dreary day. She'd look at the flower and I wouldn't yeah. even notice it until I'd see it because of her. And she was always that way. She just loved so deeply and so freely. And I'm so glad that your kids got to have a little bit of her. You know, yeah. they don't remember her though. Really? No, no, and that's okay. That's okay because um, Naya is so much like her. I talk about. She looks like her. Oh my gosh, she looks just like her. She, I mean, just there's so many things. I'm like Naya, you are my mother. If you would, if you would have only have been able to be around Grandma, you would adore her. You guys would be shopping together, putting on makeup together, mm-hmm. um, looking for all the sales. Naya's always talking about the sales. Like, like it's not a good deal, Mom. That's what I'm You know, it's so funny. <laughs> But don't let my mom fool you. She could backhand you with those rings like nobody's business. And oh, yeah. Talk back to mom. She had enough. Now, who was the disciplinarian? Both of them? Or your dad or your it mom? It was mostly dad. Yeah. But mom, too. I mean, mom was sort of stuck with us the most. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's sort of the downfall is that when you're around that parent all the time, you're yeah. like, whatever, mom. Well, uh, my mom, know. like, we loved deeply. But she was also that time. You know? Yeah. Just, we were never afraid of our dad. We were not, we weren't afraid of our mom either, but no. it was... She was Don't a get a mom's bad side. Yeah. She was like, you know, mom's a happy, no one's happy kind of a thing. And um, I love your mom. I see so much of myself in your mother because your mother's got a crazy side to her. <laughs> she does. Yes, so if right. I see you guys, you know, just feeling the way you feel about your mother gives me hope for my own children. Because <laughs> I know I get crazy with them, you know, just... <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Your children know that you love them though. I mean, yeah. that there's so many, there's so much stuff that you do that they appreciate. And then, you know, it, of course now they're like, ah, whatever's, you know, I hate you, mama. I hate this heart family. You know, whatever. But, you know, just, just. I hate this heart family. I mean, just like us growing up. Yeah, we you know. know. Once we're, once we hit those in the, you know, the twenties, yeah. you're going, man, I was a real, you know, tough child for them or, you know, what they put up with. And, and you, you know, that love, you know, that love. So one of the things I remember always with you guys was the olive juice. What? What is that? I almost talked about that. What is that about? Because I remember us, always seeing you say it. Like, yeah, our whole, we all, all of us do it. Yeah. Our kids do it. We do it like every, like olive juice instead of I love you. Because when we worked together, we couldn't say I love you. And so we would say olive juice. Oh. We would say olive juice. That's so I cute. love that. Yeah. It's corny. You, it's so corny. Uh, that's, 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 that's the thing is if you say it, if you mouth, yeah, it's olive juice, if you if you mouth you, olive juice, yeah. it basically. It yeah. looks like I love, I love you. you. Yeah. 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 It like it's that. so corny. But our kids, we say to our kids and stuff. And so it's a, it has turned into a great thing where, especially in public, if you want to mm-hmm. say I love you out to our kids, it's a little... Yeah, little inconspicuous. Yeah, olive juice. Or the text messages, you know, toilet paper, paper towels, and a big bag of olive juice. Yeah, things like that. (laughs) Extra extra olive juice. Extra olive juice on the pizza. That's so funny you remember that. I do. I totally remember the olive juice. Olive juice to both of you. And now for a short excerpt from the grandpa interviews. Wherever we went, all of us. As soon as we went in the military, it's not Hermanson, it's Herm. They don't do that. The name Herm just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't introduce myself as Herm, but they, they picked up Herm to shorten it. They shortened that Hermanson to Herm. Oh yeah. Here they didn't call me, they called me Wayne. Here in Utah they called me Wayne. I went by Wayne until, in fact, I can remember it was out in the fifth grade. And we were traveling to Ridgefield. Her mother says, do you know your name is not Wayne? Well, what do you mean you're not Wayne? Your real name is Scott. Well, what do you how come they call me Wayne? She says, well, we, we, all, we already had a Scott in the first grade. And we thought it would be confusing to have two Scots in the same grade. So we thought, well, just use your middle name, Wayne. And I did. I used that all up to we got married. Oh, Wayne. Yeah, they all call me Wayne. If you ever go down around that country, down around Richfield, people knew we called me Wayne. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us in our next episode with special guests Phil and Maury Hermanson. We went down to St. George for our first date, and uh, we went to some kind of movie? Or we went to a play. Went to a play. I can't remember what it was. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Now get back to work, you bunch of Genefes.